I can't wait to find out what on earth there is to talk about food. Oh my god, Sally. It's not even an English sentence. Get the fuck ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buckled up. I mean, this is just gonna be a, an introductory episode, I guess. So, for the fans back at home. <laughs> is that like our parents? Yeah. <laughs> for, for our five friends and our six parents. Hey guys. Back at home. Love you. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> yeah. At least forget it's literally just them. I'm, I act like we have a huge audience. Yeah, actually, in fun. fact, we have no listeners right now <laughs> because true. nobody's... We haven't updated a single podcast or edited At or anything. At this moment, this only lives on my phone and Aaron and I are talking yeah. to ourselves. This is stress-free as possible at the moment. Truly. So, for the fans back at home, we'll just assume we have them, uh, I had this idea a while ago to talk about, I don't know, I was interested in talking about scenes involving food or eating in media, and I was just going to be one episode... And then I would talk about it to other people, and they'd be like, oh, that sounds really fun. I want to talk about this. That'd be cool. And I'd be like, okay, first of all, bitch, who invited you to my podcast? <laughs> just, just kidding. If but you like, want to. But yeah, like, so my idea generally is to, there are a few things that I want to talk about specifically, and we might invite guests to talk about them with us. And then there are a few things that friends of mine have brought up that they wanted to talk about. So we'll invite them to come on and talk about food. This be like our hometown. Yeah, Perfect. but so it's like a mini-series all about food, because food is like, okay, I'm like about mm. to get super cultural studies, do or it, I it. guess English lit major, but like, food is one of those things where if they involve it, if they expressly mention it, it does mean something. Like, Sally, I don't remember if you remember this, but at one point we were talking about this, and you had said, like, it's interesting because they don't have to mention it at all. They never have to show people eating stuff oh right so like there actually is a ton of information that you can get out of food because you know there's like really straightforward stuff like issues about class like within what they're eating what they can afford to eat there's stuff about setting and culture what they're eating based on where they are and then there's even more stuff which can be like setting the mood like last episode not last episode when we're talking about the, the glee. when we're t- yeah, when we're talking about the glee episode, uh, and everybody throwing slushies in people's faces. Uh, yeah, they didn't have to insert that. What does it mean symbolically? What does it mean? <laughs> it's about hatred. Um, no. So when we were talking about the hand handmaiden, uh, the Korean film, indeed. And one of my favorite eating scenes is where the two characters are eating their bento like super normally, and then you pan over to the last character who's eating one single grain of rice at a time, and just like both very, like, stressful and adds to the stress of the scene and the suspense of the scene, but also tells you so much about this person's character where she's, you know, like, very dainty and in control. So, like, these are all things that you can learn if you're paying attention. And once again, let's go real cultural studies about it. But, like, yeah, like, if food is explicitly mentioned, it means something. It can tell you so much and be very um, interesting to kind of the narrative of the story. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about it. Um, Since I got this idea for a while, okay, so (laughs) a few weeks ago I was like in real like vaguely manic, but also maybe just like not super ADHD brain, but also maybe super ADHD brain, was reading a lot of articles about food 
Okay. And Sally, that sounds like yes. The part of it that you got about this was first of all me reading articles about 17th century Dutch still life painting and thinking about it and Hannibal like sets at the same time. Oh shit. But also, more importantly, sets down glass. <laughs> just like the most delightful article which I read just on a whim but is the epitome of like cultural studies brain is this article in Gastronomica, which is a <laughs> it's a literary magazine focusing on food. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> or about bellies. Yes. <laughs> the article is called James Bond and the Art of Eating Eggs by oh, Elizabeth Hale. And can I just say this article is a gem. So apparently that to be the name of the newest movie coming out. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so apparently um in almost every, if not every single James Bond novel by Ian Fleming, James Bond explicitly, as in, is it is explicitly mentioned that he eats eggs. Wow. And not only that he eats eggs, but specific egg dishes are mentioned. Um, and so the article kind of talks about how eggs are a big symbol of James Bond, because, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> is that why in the opening... You see that circle around him, yes. and he gets shot by the egg. That's right. That's the egg. Um, let me see. Wait, where is it? Um, anyways, I mean, it's basically about how, like, eggs are, like, this thing that can be anything, much like James Bond can be anything. Oh, so, so like, they can work by themselves, they can work as part of a team, they can be very basic in every man, but then they're also used in really high cuisine, mm -hmm. like French sauces. Yeah, it's the feast. Have eggs, or you could put <laughs> egg whites in a cocktail and stuff like that. Yeah, or like they make, they're the basis of meringues. Yeah, which are, Or souffles, which are both very kind of high class foods. So the whole article is about this, like how the eggs are very symbolically uh, tied to James Bond's character and his motivations, which is just, I mean, it's an incredible article, which I had to mention, even if it has no bearing on what we talk about for the rest of the entire podcast series. incredible intro to this. Yeah, yeah, so that's what, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I'm really excited about when it comes to food. Um, I don't think we need to get too in-depth about food for the rest of this intro episode, but... What I thought might be fun is if we talked about food media or food scenes that, like, really stick with us or that we think are really iconic. And if you need some time to think, I can give you a couple off the top of my head that I've been thinking about. I just need to do a light Google search, but you okay. maybe can. Okay. So the first one that I don't want to talk about but I just want to mention is... Something that has haunted me since childhood. So, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? No. Okay. Randy loves it, though. I've seen maybe five minutes of it, but the thing that really stuck with me about this movie is there is a scene transition, and I don't remember it very well, but the scene transition is someone at a soft serve stand serving up chocolate saucer and you see the like chocolate swirl come down and then it transitions into somebody I believe taking a shit in a front yard <laughs> and honestly 
I've hated it for my entire life. Okay. It's probably been 20 years. I concur. And it haunts me. And I had actually forgotten about it until I started thinking about, like, the comedic uses of food in film. Sure. And I was like, oh, this was supposed to be really funny, but it's just stupid and annoying. But also, probably somebody's listening to this and it's like, that's not part of planes, trains, and automobiles at all. Like, Aaron dreamed this or something. Randy, fact check us, please. Yeah, hey Randy, fact check (laughs) us. Um, So that's, um, that has always lingered horrifyingly in my mind. Wow. Just waiting to come out. That's the fucking scene you want to start us off with. Yeah, I just wanted to get it over with. Yeah, it's you not know, like I actually the band-aid. But you know what? Like, it's obviously memorable. True. And maybe some people would consider it iconic. Disturbing. Even if I don't find it that interesting to talk about, it's yeah. there. What was your What was your thought? Okay. Um, the scene in Lord of the Rings: Return of the King when Pippin is singing "Edge of Night" and Denethor is munching on some like cherry yeah. tomatoes, and it's not cute. Oh my god, Sally, yes. Yeah. That's a perfect... What do we think's going perfect. on there? That one is what I would say is, like, similar to with The Handmaiden, where it's an atmosphere thing. So, a big thing, and maybe I'm making this up, too, but something I had remembered one of my Russian lit professors talking about, and I think it was Chekhov who did this, was where he would combine, like, food scenes with something really kind of gross happening. Cool. Or, like, it would be a food scene and, like, you see, like, the flies buzzing around it or something. So I think it's really similar to that, where you get this kind of disturbing imagery because you have this really beautiful song. Oh, my God. Combined with this guy who just doesn't care at all. Yeah, yeah. And he's just chomping and being disgusting. It's a great food scene. Not only is he not emotionally, like, engaging with... Yeah, mm-hmm. how intense and beautiful that song is. But, like, he is making a very, like, kind of visceral and almost violent uh, mastication of his food. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. It's really oh, fucked up. Wow, I'm so glad you mentioned that, because I wouldn't have thought of it, but you're right. That's, like, the first thing that comes to my mind. It's perfect. When I think about food scenes, so I can't escape it. I've mentioned it a couple times this summer for various reasons. Nice. <laughs> it's... Like, whenever anyone gives me a cherry tomato out of their garden, I'm like, you know that scene in Lord of the Rings? And then I proceed to not eat like that guy because that's disgusting and they would never be my friend again. Yeah, it is gross. Yeah. But yeah, that's great. Ugh, I love it. You're, yeah. I want to, like, remark on what you told me I said that was so smart that I fucking forgot. Because, um, yeah, like, there are things in films that, like, if it goes without, you never think twice. But if it's featured, it's like, that was a deliberate choice. Yeah. 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 And in that scene specifically, it's not just that he's eating, it is mm-hmm. the way that he's eating. Yeah. So, yeah. Backdrop of the gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Is that Billy Boyd? I yeah. believe so. Yeah. yeah. Letting it rip. Just let it rip. Introducing Bay the world plates. to his pipes. <laughs> his pippin pipes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to backspace everything. <laughs> no. No, no. <sighs> That's good. That was a great film. Yeah. I love Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> oh, that's that great. Another, another um, mm-hmm. really good food scene, mm-hmm. which maybe you've seen this one or not. I don't know. Have you ever seen Cool Hand Luke with Paul Newman? I think so. Okay. Wait, you know what? I've seen, like, maybe a scene in your living room. Uh, or maybe just... Probably... Maybe yeah, you've you described have... it yeah. so well. Please but have on. you ever seen... So there's this really great scene... Yes. Aaron. Where the, like, 
prisoners have all gotten really bored, and what they decide to do is they make this bet that Paul Newman's character can or cannot eat, and I think it's 50 eggs yes. in an hour. Let's go. And it's just like, you know, like, they set up to different camps, they're like, they've, based on, like, what their bet is, and there's just, like, this really crazy, like, scene where he's eating the eggs, and, like, as the hours go, or, like, as the hour proceeds, he, like, becomes less and less able to eat, so he's, like, really sweaty, oh. and, like, he's, like, chewing with his whole mouthful, and, like, he hasn't even swallowed yet, but they're shoving another egg in his mouth, and, like, at one point, I think somebody's, like, helping him chew, and, like, the people from the other oh side are like, God. you can't do that, you're helping him chew, but, like, it's oh. so good, because, like, they'll do these, like, lingering shots on, like, close-ups on people's face where, like, they're all looking at each other and they're, like, staring at Paul Newman trying to eat these eggs. Yeah. And it's, like, so disgusting, but it's so... I don't know. It's just, like, really funny, but it's also... Eggs again. Weirdly, weirdly pure because, like, they just have nothing else going on and they're, like, in yeah. prison. Yeah. But they're spending their evening watching this guy try to eat eggs. So, like, the breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that scene eggs. is one of the best. Yeah, and it does come back to eggs. Once huh. again, eggs are everything. Eggs are everything! Eggs are... I've always said that. <laughs> I'll say it more often now. I'll say it more often. They were just straight up eggs, though. They were not, Put that pickle. on my group they were not pickled eggs. Okay. Yeah. All pickled eggs are good. Pickled eggs are so good. We're believers of it now. Yeah, we've, we've fully committed. That's great. Anyway, that's another great scene. That is a great one. Yeah. But yeah, and I don't know if that one's intended to be, like, funny. I think this was another one I was thinking about when I was thinking about, like, food-related comedy in movies. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's really intended to be funny, but they're kind of, it is somewhat humorous in a way. Okay. As opposed to oh, yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles, where it's definitely supposed Jesus. to be funny, but it's not. It's just fucking <laughs> tacky gross. It's just gross. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm, like, thinking of, uh... Studio Ghibli films right now because yeah. like they always have gratuitous food shots and I love that for them and I think they know that people love that. Yeah, to and a certain extent, you do have to suspect that there's a little bit of uh, pandering going on there. It's so pretty, like they spend a long time making ramen in Ponyo. Yeah, and they didn't have to do that. They didn't. But that shit looked delicious. It is fun. I like. I always like seeing the food that they're eating in those movies, but it's, it's also pretty. just like. Yeah, they get to make, like, the most ideal food yeah. possible, because it's artistic, you know? It's not... I like this take. It's not real food. Yeah, it can be perfect. Yeah. Because it's animated. Yeah, it can be... And it's not even, like, perfect perfect representations of food. It's, like, the perfect representation of what you want food to that be. That meal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the great. perfect ham. The perfect ham. No weird grizzle on yeah. it. Yeah. The perfect gigantic weird feast in a spirit world that's going to turn you into oh. a couple of hogs. Truly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love food in animation where people are just, like, tearing through it. Yes. That's my favorite shit. Like, like they, in... they can't help themselves. Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking of, unfortunately, <laughs> um, is um, We're Back at Dinosaur Story. <laughs> Because in like right after Rex, John Goodman's dinosaur character turns into a dinosaur, he's greeted by the rest of the dinosaurs, uh-huh. and they're just like macking on some hot dogs, and like that is so exciting to me. <laughs> I don't know why. I 
is it exciting because you really liked hot dogs before you were a vegetarian, or is it exciting yeah. now because you're a vegetarian and you still have the joy, you know, the joyous memory of chowing down on a hot dog? I just don't remember. <laughs> I like both of those, but it's also something about like abundance. Yeah, because they like make a beautiful pile of these perfectly like browned dogs, and like they're just like. Like, inhaling them on, you know, like they do in the cartoons. Yeah, like the long string of sausage yeah. <laughs> Something about nourishment and abundance and... Yeah. For free. That is great. And That's it's, like, warmly lit and the, uh, I think it's James Newton Howard. I shouldn't just say shit. I think he does the score. Just say shit. I went for it. This is our intro episode. We don't have to have facts. I don't even remember <laughs> that <laughs> the scenes that I've been talking Perfect. about very well. I don't have facts. Emma. Yeah. Yeah. I love thinking about eating. I'm also thinking about that scene in Jurassic Park when the kids get back to, like, the concessions, and they're, like, they've been, like, running for their lives for, like, the past day or so, and they're, like, so excited. Their eyes are bigger than their stomachs. They're, like, getting fucking plates full of shit, and they're, like, hee hee hee, like, sitting down yeah. to eat all excited and Isn't shit. is there green jello in that? Yeah, and yeah. the jello starts a shaking, and they're, like, not this again! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's so... Like, everybody knows that feeling of, like, you just had the longest day of your life and you're, like, gonna yes. get to eat. Like, I would love to just chow down. Yeah. That's such a mood. That is a mood. I like this segment, Erin. Yeah. It's about to be good. This could be very fun. Yeah. Or at least I hope it is. So, yeah, I mean, do you want me to talk about the ones that I've kind of thought <laughs> up and we don't have to address them that deeply? It's up to you, bud. Okay. We don't have to. I don't know. We'll um, yeah, we'll, t- we'll table it. Table that. Like food! <laughs> <laughs> Much like food. We're gonna set that one on the table. Oh! Hot and warm steamy. for you. Steamy. Steamy. Pipe a, in a real dish. Caution. <laughs> dish. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I love that for us. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any other big food moments you wanted to talk about? I'm certain I will, but I think I want to, like, sit and think about it. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad I said the Lord of the Rings one on that one. That one's a good one. It's, it's, uh, it's in there for a reason. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did have one. I have a, I have a not visual example. A smelling sample? No. A song. Oh, tight. Um, (laughs) let me look it up. I can't remember what the heck the song's called. It's a song called Ode to Billy Joe by Bobby Gentry. Hmm. And Bobby Gentry, or the narrator, is talking about um, a dinner that she has at her house where her family is discussing a local kid who she knows who recently committed suicide jumping off a bridge. But they're doing this at dinner, so they're having this story. And then as they're having the discussion, it's interrupted by Papa to Mama. Or wait, or like people like... So like Papa said to Mama as he passed around the Black Eyed Peas, Well, Billy Joe never had a lick of sense. Pass the biscuits, please. So it's like this whole story is happening. Very, like, this tragic story that's happening while they're like, oh, by the way, I want some more pie. Wow. Like, oh, why aren't you touching your dinner? Also, the preacher was here yesterday and he said that he saw someone who looked like you on the bridge with Billy Joe yesterday. And it's just like this weirdly casual conversation about this um, guy who died. Wow while they're having dinner. So, I mean, it's like, I think it's pretty similar to what you were talking about with Lord of the Rings, where it's like just this weird 
dichotomy, like the oh. fact that the two things are happening at the same time is very disturbing. Yes. Um, I love film for that. Yeah. It's, but mm, it's, a, it's a pretty good song. Uh, musically, it's maybe not the most interesting, but it is <laughs> a classic country song. And it caught you. It's yeah. stuck in your brain for a reason. Yep. That's awesome. Anyway. I love it a lot. Yeah. I'm feeling very inspired and having a lot of thoughts from this. Good. It's gonna be good. Cool. Think of a good food example, and we can talk about it with you. You got it. Oh, are you telling me? Yeah, you're you're gonna be well. You and anyone who might be listening who wants to do a food episode with us. Cool. Love that. Because I have a couple episodes that I want to do. Did you write them down? Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, we can talk about it after all. Okay. I want to do the Hannibal food episode. Hell yeah. That Trin will probably be in. I want to do one about uh, parasite. Mm. And then I had mentioned that my friend slash colleague Tom wants to do an episode about Brad Pitt in the Ocean's movies. Brad Pitt, oh, okay. I feel like I have to say something about him because he always has something in his mouth in his movies and it conveys, like, confidence. Interesting. Like, it's either a toothpick or some gum or some food. He's always chewing something or holding something in his mouth. Yeah, it's an attitude thing, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, anyways, so it sounds like you've already got just hot, hot fire to spit about Brad Pitt in the Oceans movies. I need to watch it first. Mostly yeah. just Brad Pitt. And I, like, he's always doing that with his character. He's always doing it. Yeah. Cool choice. Dude likes to have something in his mouth. <laughs> what can we say? Same? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah? It's usually food. <laughs> yeah, it is almost always food. Almost exclusively. I love eggs, too. Eggs? Yeah, um, if any eggs wants to sponsor us, um, we're looking. <laughs> what, what up, eggs? We're here. We need money. <laughs> Preferably, Mis- uh, Mr. Big Egg. Free range. Yeah, not eggs. <laughs> not egg one's best. We, no. we want those fruit. Big Egg. <laughs> Mr. Big I Egg. Definitely didn't himself give that enough attention the first time around. <laughs> All right. Do you feel good? <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, for now? hope that whetted your appetite for more food talk in the future. Uh, <laughs> click like and subscribe. Click or... dislike <laughs> and unsubscribe. Okay. For chaos reasons. Don't listen to our podcast. Wait, no. <laughs> Goodbye. No, listen Aaron only. <laughs> I apologize. I can't find the stop button. There oh, we go. no. Good night. <laughs>